The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Sunday is, or at least it should be, a day of rest. So I hope you're able to spend some time with family and friends today. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Sunday, June 18, 2023, the 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle 1. Sunday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. Today's readings remind us of our need to share our gift of faith in Jesus Christ with others. We're also reminded once again that we are a kingdom of priests, a holy nation, Let's offer this day to the Lord. Oh my God, I offer you all my actions of this day for the intentions and for the glory of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. I desire to sanctify every beat of my heart, my every thought, my simplest works, by uniting them to His infinite merits. And I wish to make reparation for my sins by casting them in the furnace of His merciful love. O my God, I ask of you for myself and for those dear to me the grace to fulfill perfectly your holy will, to accept for love of you the joys and sorrows of this passing life, so that we may one day be united together in heaven for all eternity. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that the international community may commit in a concrete way to ensuring the abolition of torture and guarantee support to victims and their families. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. I remember a friend of mine, many, many years ago, had been working in a call center to make a bit of money. And uh, he went to this call center and they would call these random numbers trying to sell some kind of product that they would have like a spiel and hopefully they would get a a sale, right? And they would get a commission on the sale. And... um, while he was there, he met up with another fellow. It was a large room full of other, uh, you know, callers. And he met this guy who was kind of searching for his life and what to do with his life. He was young. And, and this fellow felt he had no real capacities. And, and um, he was just there also just trying to make some money. And they eventually became good friends. And eventually my friend started talking to him about the faith and suggested that he start reading, you know, a gospel. When you read the gospel, he told him. But the guy was quite skeptical and... Uh, Right now, he just wanted to get on with his career and figure out what to do with his life. But he felt that, you know, this wasn't the time. But in any case, he took the gospel and he did agree to read it at least a little bit. So a few days later, they're in the midst of a call. They would multitask, you know, they would send each other uh, messages while on calls. And uh, so my friend, like, slipped him a little note saying, so how how was the reading of the gospel? How did it go? And the guy sent back a little square note with one little dot in the middle of the paper, just a dot. And the guy, my friend said, okay, well, uh, hello, what is that? What, what do you mean? What, what's this dot? 
And uh, the guy put an arrow and wrote, this is the mustard seed. This is the mustard seed. So I guess the mustard, the parable of the mustard seed, which is in today's gospel, must have really uh, struck him because he was at a time um, in his life where he felt he hadn't really done anything. The, and, and suddenly it's as though that passage him, made him feel that he was like a mustard seed. He was the smallest of seeds, like that little dot, but it was, he was destined to become a leafy tree. And uh, he did not know, well, how his life was going. But suddenly it came to him that, well, maybe he had been planting some seeds. Uh, otherwise, nothing would grow. And now he understood also that at least beginning to read this gospel was one of those seeds. And it gave him a lot of hope. Well, as I think now, Lord, Lord Jesus, of this parable of the mustard seed that you recounted in today's gospel, I too want to be that leafy tree that you promised that I can be, that the church can be. I want to be that place where others can rest. And But the, the first thing I must see is where are the seeds that I'm planting in my life? I must see the roots of the gospel grace, of sacramental grace, that are like seeds that will grow. And this fellow who, well, he understood that, though he did not know the answer to many questions in his life, somehow God had given him a potential way that, that, that was way beyond his own imagination, what he could imagine. And it's true that people don't often move forward, largely not because they lack capacities or abilities or qualities, but simply due to discouragement or because they just see their weaknesses, their limitations, their failures, and they assume that they will always be like that. Indeed, one of the worst things we can tell ourselves, as well as somebody else, but ourselves, is I am not that sort of person. I can't do this. Some people say, I'm not a morning person. No. And well, there may be some truth to that. I'm not good at math. I'm not good at this. But it, somehow it puts us in a box and drains and deflates us and keeps us where you are. Right? Maybe we can help others. When we hear somebody say, it's good for parents too, right? When they hear their children say, I can't, I can't. Just by saying one little word, I heard somebody say this. When you hear somebody say, I can't, you say one word. Yet. You, I, you can't yet. Your, your failures really don't define you. The fact that you can't yet, well, that in and of, in and of itself is, is a project, a project to become that leafy tree. You can't yet, but think of the beautiful tree that you can become, not just a seed that you are now. And this is what we can ask our Lord now. We can ask, you know, what, what do you want me to become? And indeed, this is one of the parables with which Jesus, the Messiah, sought to present to his disciples as the characteristics of his kingdom, a kingdom which began from almost insignificant beginnings, but which was destined over time to become a green, a great, a great, a great tree, planting it deeply into his human history and offering its branches uh, really as a secure refuge to men and women of all ages. We should think that is, it is really inevitable that the church will grow. The word of God is guaranteed to be fruitful once it is sown in the world. And, th and that's a stronger saying, even than when Jesus said that the gates of hell cannot prevail over the church. The gates of hell cannot prevail. He said it in other ways when he said, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Not only can the church 
be a, a large and leafy tree, but each individual Christian can become like light, not because he's more intelligent or more, you know, scientific studier like the Enlightenment, but but light as opposed to darkness, the darkness of sin, mm-hmm. uh, which is the opposition between true, the true good and, and evil. Mm-hmm. And of course, as salt, we can be those who preserve the world from corruption. In many ways, that is, that is what our call is, right? to be salt and light and to be that seed that is planted in the world. But of course, when the Lord speaks of the mustard seed, he is speaking of something that has already happened and can continue to happen. And it has happened, essentially, in the lives of the saints. There are tons of saints. That's a proof that the seed has caused a beautiful leafy tree, the the, the tree of the saints. They exist. They are the proof of the truth of the gospel. That's why we must have real confidence in the value of planting seeds and the potential of any seed that we we plant. I heard a story, I don't know if it's like an urban myth or something, but I heard a story of a math student who had a math class, but for whatever reason was not able to get to the math class. And he was told it was an important class, but I don't know if he slept in or something, but he couldn't get there. And then when he arrived at the class, everybody was gone, the teacher was gone. And, you know, he looked and he saw on on the blackboard, he saw a math problem there written out, a long math problem. And, well, he simply assumed that that was the homework that they had to do because that was the typical thing that the prof would write them the, the equation and then they had to bring it back the following week solved so he took down that math problem and then began to work on that and it was really like whoa it was like super difficult and it took him forever to but then you know finally after i don't know how many days he finally got the the math problem resolved and he came up with the answer and then when he showed it uh to the teacher he said well uh professor I finished, uh, the, you know, the homework. Here's the homework that you asked us to give, and and I solved it. Right here it is. And the teacher said, "Hey, dude, this was not, this was not the homework. This was simply, I was simply writing an example of an unsolvable math problem." <laughs> and and the teacher was completely flummoxed by the fact that he actually did, you know, resolve it. Right. And but of course, this guy went into this not knowing that it was impossible. He didn't know that. He just you know, he just assumed that this is what he had to do, right? And, it, you know, others had tagged this as an impossible task, so they didn't even try. Right? So what is the math problem that some have told you are unsolvable or unresolvable? What is the qu- equation on my blackboard in my life that I can't apparently ever resolve? There's just no resolving it whatsoever. For some, it's sanctity in daily life. Some, it's working and really offering our work amidst the stresses of life. For some, it's I have no time to pray. I can't change this defect. I can't get rid of this anger that I have or this sin. I just get triggered, Lord. I can't change it. It's an impossible problem. Others will say that the world keeps getting worse and worse and worse and polarization and, and you know, ecological problems or whatnot. And, and, you know, there are these apparently impossible problems. Well, when St. Josemaria would read the paper in the morning, he would see all these terrible events, sometimes terrorist attacks, violence, uh, changing of morals, upheavals in the church and so forth. And it, he saw this and he was certainly saddened by the, many of these things, but it would lead him to pray more to make acts of atonement 
he was planting little mustard seeds. And this is to what we have to do. He said in the way, he said, listen to Jesus as he speaks of the grain of mustard seed and of the leaven and say to him, explain the parable to me. And you will feel the joy of contemplating the victory to come. The birds of the air lodging in the branches of your apostolate, now only in its beginnings, and the whole of the meal leavened. Lord Jesus, explain where in my life I need to sow more seeds. Indeed, where the seed that is that you have given me. Surely, you'll come out of this reflection with greater joy and optimism. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. And you know that you'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Well, let's begin this liturgical day now as we join hearts, hands, and voices with the whole church, all the angels and saints, as we are led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim your praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Come, then, let us bow down and worship bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, 
when at Maribor and Massa they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Alleluia! Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Alleluia! Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Alleluia! I will give you glory, O God, my King. I will bless your name forever. Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Alleluia. I will bless you day after day and praise your name forever. The Lord is great, highly to be praised. His greatness cannot be measured. Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Alleluia. Age to age shall proclaim your works, shall declare your mighty deeds, shall speak of your splendor and glory, tell the tale of your wonderful works. Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Alleluia. They will speak of your terrible deeds, recount your greatness and might. They will recall your abundant goodness. Age to age shall ring out your justice. Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Alleluia. The Lord is kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. 
How good is the Lord to all, compassionate to all his creatures. Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Day by day I shall bless you, Lord. Alleluia. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom. Alleluia. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom. Alleluia. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessing. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God, to make known to men your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your reign. Yours is an everlasting kingdom. Your rule lasts from age to age. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your kingdom, Lord, is an everlasting kingdom. Alleluia. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. Alleluia. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. Alleluia. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord supports all who fall and raises all who are bowed down. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. Alleluia. The eyes of all creatures look to you and you give them their food in due time. You open wide your hand, grant the desires of all who live. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. Alleluia. The Lord is just in all his ways and loving in all his deeds. 
He is close to all who call him, who call on him from their hearts. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. Alleluia. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and he saves them. The Lord protects all who love him, but the wicked he will utterly destroy. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. Alleluia. Let me speak the praise of the Lord. Let all mankind bless his holy name forever, for ages unending. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, be near to all who call upon you in truth, and increase the dedication of those who revere you. Hear their prayers and save them, that they may always love you and praise your holy name. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. Alleluia. Listen to my words. Give ear to my precepts. From the Book of Judges When Joshua dismissed the people, each Israelite went to take possession of his own hereditary land. The people served the Lord during the entire lifetime of Joshua, and of those elders who outlived Joshua and who had seen all the great work which the Lord had done for Israel. Joshua, son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, was a hundred and ten years old when he died, and they buried him within the borders of his heritage at timnath Heres in the mountain region of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. But once the rest of that generation were gathered to their fathers, and a later generation arose that did not know the Lord or what he had done for Israel, the Israelites offended the Lord by serving the Baals, abandoning the Lord, the God of their fathers, who had led them out of the land of Egypt. They followed the other gods of the various nations around them, and by their worship of these gods provoked the Lord. Because they had thus abandoned him and served Baal and the Ashtaroth, the anger of the Lord flared up against Israel, and he delivered them over to plunderers who despoiled them. He allowed them to fall into the power of their enemies, round about whom they were no longer able to withstand. Whatever they undertook, the Lord turned into disaster for them, as in his warning he had sworn he would do, till they were in great distress. Even when the Lord raised up judges to deliver them from the power of their despoilers, they did not listen to their judges, but abandoned themselves to the worship of other gods. They were quick to stray from the way their fathers had taken, 
and did not follow their example of obedience to the commandments of the Lord. Whenever the Lord raised up judges for them, he would be with the judge and save them from the power of their enemies as long as the judge lived. It was thus the Lord took pity on their distressful cries of affliction under their oppressors. But when the judge died, they would relapse and do worse than their fathers, following other gods in service and worship, relinquishing none of their evil practices or stubborn conduct. In his anger toward Israel, the Lord said, Inasmuch as this nation has violated my covenant which I enjoined on their fathers and has disobeyed me, I, for my part, will not clear away for them any more of the nations which Joshua left when he died. Through these nations the Israelites were to be made to prove whether or not they would keep to the way of the Lord and continue in it as their fathers had done. Therefore the Lord allowed them to remain instead of expelling them immediately or delivering them into the power of Israel. The following are the nations which the Lord allowed to remain, so that through them he might try all those Israelites who had no experience of the battles with Canaan, just to instruct, by training them in battle, those generations only of the Israelites who would not have had that previous experience. The five lords of the Philistines, and all the Canaanites, the Sidonians, and the Hivites who dwell in the mountain region of Lebanon, between Baal Hermon and the entrance to Hamath. These served to put Israel to the test, to determine whether they would obey the commandments the Lord had enjoined on their fathers through Moses. The Lord grew angry with his people, and he delivered them into the hands of the nations. Yet Yet when when he heard them cry, he looked with pity on their distress. The Lord raised up judges who rescued them from their plunderers. Yet when he heard them cry, he looked with pity on their distress. A reading from a treatise on the Lord's Prayer by St. Cyprian, Bishop and Martyr. When we pray, our words should be calm, modest, and disciplined. Let us reflect that we are standing before God. We should please Him both by our bodily posture and the manner of our speech. It is characteristic of the vulgar to shout and make a noise, not those who are modest. On the contrary, they should employ a quiet tone in their prayer. Moreover, in the course of His teaching, the Lord instructed us to pray in secret, hidden and secluded places, even our own rooms give witness to our belief that God is present everywhere, that he sees and hears all, that in the fullness of his majesty he penetrates hidden and secret places. This is the teaching of Jeremiah. Am I God when I am near, and not God when I am far away? Can anyone hide in a dark corner without my seeing him? Do I not fill heaven and earth? Another passage of Scripture says, The eyes of the Lord are everywhere observing both good and wicked men. The same modesty and discipline should characterize our liturgical prayer as well. When we gather to celebrate the divine mysteries with God's priest, we should not express our prayer in unruly words. The petition that should be made to God with moderation is not to be shouted out noisily and verbosely. For God hears our heart, not our voice. He sees our thoughts. He is not to be shouted at. The Lord showed us this when he asked, 
Why do you think evil in your hearts? The book of Revelation testifies to this also. And all the churches shall know that I am the one who searches the heart and the desires. Anna maintained this rule. In her observance of it, she was an image of the church. In the first book of Kings, we are told that she prayed quietly and modestly to God in the recesses of her heart. Her prayer was secret, but her faith was evident. She did not pray with her voice, but with her heart. For she knew that in this way, the Lord would hear her. She prayed with faith and obtained what she sought. Scripture makes this clear in the words, She was speaking in her heart. Her lips were moving, but her voice could not be heard. And the Lord heard her prayer. The psalmist also reminds us, Commune within your own hearts, and in the privacy of your room express your remorse. This is the teaching of the Holy Spirit. Through Jeremiah, he suggests this, Say in your hearts, Lord, it is you that we have to worship. My friends, anyone who worships should remember the way in which the tax collector prayed in the temple alongside the Pharisee. He did not raise his eyes immodestly to heaven or lift his hands arrogantly. Instead, he struck his breast and confessing the sins hidden within his heart, he implored the assistance of God's mercy. While the Pharisee was pleased with himself, the tax collector deserved to be cleansed much more because of the manner in which he prayed. For he did not place his hope of salvation in the certainty of his own innocence. Indeed, no one is innocent. Rather, he prayed humbly, confessing his sins. And the Lord who forgives the lowly heard his prayer. Let us consider how we should live in the presence of God and his angels. And, and so, so let us stand singing psalms in, in such a way that, that the mind and voice are in harmony. Let us recall that God does not delight in how much we pray, but in our purity of heart and sorrow for sin. And, and so, so let us stand singing psalms in, in such a way that, that the mind and voice are in harmony. You are God, we praise you. You are the Lord, we acclaim you. You are the eternal Father. All creation worships you. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, 
your true and only Son, worthy of all worship and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not spurn the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come and be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people. But with the price of your own blood And bring us with your saints To glory everlasting Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for For we place our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Let us pray. O God, strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas. And, since without you mortal frailty can be nothing, grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. It's the 11th Sunday in Ordinary Time, June 18th, 2023. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord calls each of his 12 disciples by name and sends them out for the first time into mission territory. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. When he saw the crowds... He had compassion for them, because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, 
the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And he called his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every infirmity. The names of the twelve apostles are these. First, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanian, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent out, charging them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and preach as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying. Give without pay. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are right there on the Relevant Radio app. Well, there's no reason to stop praying, so let's continue. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glorious is the Lord on high. Alleluia. Glorious is the Lord on high. Alleluia. King with majesty and robed, the Lord has robed himself with might, he has girded himself with power. Glorious is the Lord on high, Alleluia. The world you made firm not to be moved. Your throne has stood firm from of old. From all eternity, O Lord, you are. Glorious is the Lord on high. Alleluia. The waters have lifted up, O Lord. The waters have lifted up their voice. The waters have lifted up their thunder. Glorious is the Lord on high. Alleluia. Greater than the roar of mighty waters, more glorious than the surgings of the sea. The Lord is glorious on high. Glorious is the Lord on high. Alleluia. Truly your decrees are to be trusted. Holiness is fitting to your house, O Lord, until the end of time. 
Glorious is the Lord on high. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All power and all authority in heaven and on earth have been given to you, Lord Jesus. You rule with decrees that are firm and trustworthy. Be with us always, so that we may make disciples whose holiness will be worthy of your house. Glorious is the Lord on high. Alleluia. To you, Lord, be highest glory and praise forever. Alleluia. Bless the Lord, all you works of the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Angels of the Lord, bless the Lord. You heavens, bless the Lord. All you waters above the heavens, bless the Lord. All you hosts of the Lord, bless the Lord. Sun and moon, bless the Lord. Stars of heaven, bless the Lord. To you, Lord, be highest glory and praise forever. Alleluia. Every shower and dew, bless the Lord. All you winds, bless the Lord. Fire and heat, bless the Lord. Cold and chill, bless the Lord. Dew and rain, bless the Lord. Frost and chill, bless the Lord. Ice and snow, bless the Lord. Nights and days, bless the Lord. Light and darkness, bless the Lord. Lightnings and clouds, bless the Lord. To you, Lord, be highest glory and praise forever. Alleluia. Let the earth bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Mountains and hills bless the Lord. Everything growing from the earth bless the Lord. You springs bless the Lord. Seas and rivers bless the Lord. You dolphins and all water creatures bless the Lord. All you birds of the air bless the Lord. All you beasts, wild and tame, bless the Lord. You sons of men, bless the Lord. To you, Lord, be 
highest glory and praise forever. Alleluia. O Israel, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. Priests of the Lord, bless the Lord. Servants of the Lord, bless the Lord. Spirits and souls of the just, bless the Lord. Holy man of humble heart, bless the Lord. Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, bless the Lord. Praise and exalt him above all forever. To you, Lord, be highest glory and praise forever. Alleluia. Let us bless the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Let us praise and exalt him above all forever. Blessed are you, Lord, in the firmament of heaven, praiseworthy and glorious, and exalted above all forever. To you, Lord, be highest glory and praise forever. Alleluia. Young men and maidens, 
Old men together with children. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Alleluia. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he alone is exalted. The splendor of his name reaches beyond heaven and earth. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Alleluia. He exalts the strength of his people. He is the praise of all his saints, of the sons of Israel, of the people to whom he comes close. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, extolled in the heights by angelic powers, you are also praised by all earth's creatures, each in its own way. With all the splendor of heavenly worship, you still delight in such tokens of love as earth can offer. May heaven and earth together acclaim you as king. May the praise that is sung in heaven resound in the heart of every creature on earth. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Alleluia. A reading from the book of Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord God, O my people, I will open your graves and have you rise from them and bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and have you rise from them, O my people. I will put my spirit in you that you may live and I will settle you upon your land. Thus you shall know that I am the Lord. I have promised and I will do it, says the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Christ, Son of the living God, have mercy on us. Christ, Christ Son, Son of, of the living God, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father. Have, have mercy, mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Christ, Christ Son, Son of, of the, the living God, have mercy on us. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, the smallest of all seeds. Yet when full grown, it is the largest of shrubs. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. 
You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, the smallest of all seeds, yet when full-grown it is the largest of shrubs. Father, you sent the Holy Spirit to enlighten the hearts of men. Hear us as we pray. Enlighten your people, Lord. Enlighten your people, Lord. Blessed are you, O God, our light. You have given us a new day resplendent with your glory. Enlighten your people, Lord. You enlightened the world through the resurrection of your Son. Through your church, shed this light on all men. Enlighten your people, Lord. You gave the disciples your only begotten Son, the Spirit's gift of understanding. Through the same Spirit, keep the church faithful to you. Enlighten Enlighten your your people, people, Lord. Light of nations, remember those who remain in darkness. Open their eyes and let them recognize you, the only true God. Enlighten your your people, people, Lord. We pattern our prayer on the prayer of Christ our Lord and say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, strength of those who hope in you, graciously hear our pleas. And since without you mortal frailty can be nothing, grant us always the help of your grace, that in following your commands we may please you by our resolve and our deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Well, I don't have to tell you what Sunday means. It means that you and I should both get to Mass and receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Sunday edition of Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. Go out, make it a great and holy day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. 
Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.